Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. Welcome to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with my incredible co-host, Coach Mia. Thank you, Seth. If you just stumbled across our show, I really want to encourage you to go to our website. Check us out online at fivestarlife.org. I also want to thank you for tuning in, but I also want to let you know there's a variety of ways that you can catch this program. You can actually, uh, anywhere that podcasts are listened to, you can stream this, but you can also watch us on Five Star Life YouTube. So it's the Five Star Life YouTube page, the Five Star Life YouTube page. Uh, check us out there. Subscribe to the page, like it, share it, and uh, you can actually ch- check in on archives and go back through history. So uh, thank you for tuning in. We're on a mission. And this mission, so we started this thing 18, going on 19 mm. years this fall that we've been in existence. And it just started with just the horrible statistics about how many kids were dropping out of school. You know, 7,000 kids were dropping out of school every single school day in America. And we began to unpack what is at the root of this issue. And as we dug into research, we found that at the core of a person's success or failure is an operating system that we refer to as a mindset. And so we began to develop programs and curriculums to address not the band-aid, you know, surface issues, but getting to the core of what makes kids succeed. And so we've had incredible impact. We've got all kinds of data and metrics to back up what we do. We started in one little small community in the Midwest, and it's growing now uh, into different communities, different cities, different states, different school districts. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, We've got a great show lined up. We've got actually one of our uh, partners uh, that that supports the mission of Five Star Life that will be joining us later on. And we're going to unpack first a lesson that we just filmed in our curriculum for kids, but we unpack this stuff for adults because nobody gets more out of these filming sessions and the curriculum research we do for kids than we do as adults. I say that every time and it's the truth. And this season, oh my gosh, just talk about like our theme. And I mean, I think it's incredible. So our theme is breakthrough. And, you know, ultimately it's all about getting to that next level. And, you know, this whole last four years has been so hard on people and the pandemic, the economy, the politics, all the stuff that's going on has caused people to just lose sight of their goals, lose sight of their purpose, or even if they have a purpose, or people are so frustrated with the system and with life and how it's going, that it's kind of like, why even try anymore? And I want to reinvigorate you and tell, tell you, listen, you are so close to breaking through to get to the next level. It's not over. The best is yet to come. But breaking through, there's so many things we talk about, but we're talking to kids about breaking through in their social life, which is really key because, you know, you talk to parents, talk to grandparents, talk to people in the community. Mm-hmm. And what do they nonstop say? They say, kids just their social life that they're growing up in is so different from the way we grew up. Mm-hmm. 
and I have little grandchildren. So like seeing it from my kids perspective of like almost that that's the start of a social life and like creating. It's interesting because we forget, you know, but yeah, we were outside playing. You always you had a social life, neighbors, wherever you lived, that was your social life. Yes. And now, you know, screens, there's this interesting thing for parents. It's super hard to be a parent. It's never been more hard to be a parent, in my opinion, because of technology and because of all the pressures, because all of the things we know, we know that, you know, it's a, the world's a dangerous place. So kids can't quite just run the neighborhood like we did growing up. Right. It's not safe. Mm-hmm. So out of that knowledge, we then pull back and we keep kids inside and we want them to play outside, but we also have this technology that they're in front of that is programming them. So there's a lot to unpack in this series, but today we want to talk about um, really this part of social life that is what we believe the number one key to a good social life. See, the number one relationship that we all have is the relationship we have with ourselves. Right, mm-hmm. I I talk to thousands of kids every year, and one of the consistent themes that I get from kids is how toxic they are to themselves. They have an unhealthy relationship with themselves, whether it's body shaming themselves, mm-hmm. whether it's labeling themselves, whether it's not liking their hair, the way they look, whatever. It's like they are so toxic to themselves. And, you know, no, no wonder that they struggle to connect because that energy is so toxic towards themselves. It, it, it's almost like this, this wall that goes up where they're closed for business because they don't even like themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's a starting point. And you know what? We even talked about that with our summer staff up at Summit is that was one of their questions is kind of like, how do you break through that of, you know, we... We are trying to, uh, you know, teach kids and empower kids, but we struggle with those same things. Yeah. And ultimately, I mean, you think about this very basically. If you had a friend that you thought was your best friend, but all they did was talked about every defect, every fault, and they just slammed you and ripped you and ridiculed you, you wouldn't want to be around them. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we do to ourselves. We look in the mirror. We have thoughts and comments about that. We get up in the morning just with these random nebulous kind of thoughts in the back of our mind, like a dull roar, just the critical, you know, view towards ourselves. And it's like, if you want to live a five-star life, one thing you can't do is be against yourself. You can't be divided against yourself. Like, yeah, I have goals and dreams, but I hate myself. <laughs> I know. it's it, And I gosh, and you don't even realize, I think, how terrible you are to yourself until, you know, you're in these situations and you're talking about it and you're like, oh my gosh, we yeah. never say that to anybody. Right. And so it, it's, it's being aware of it first that, hold on, I am not being a good friend to myself. How, if, if, if you don't, like, if I don't have a million dollars, I can't give a million dollars. If I don't have respect for myself, if I don't treat myself well, it limits my ability to be good friends to somebody else. There's, I mean, it's so interesting when you think about even like intimate relationships. So it is really hard to have intimacy. I'm not talking about sexual. I'm talking about intimacy, just friendship. If, if your view of yourself is horrible and the other person's view of you is they love you, they think you're awesome, it is really hard to connect because you have opposing views of the same person. 
It's a disconnect right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So you're always fighting and there's always this, this tension until that person gets free from being their own critic. That relationship is going to be limited forever because of the way that person views themselves. Because what happens is, because their own view, they will take something someone else says in the wrong way because they're against themselves. Mm. And they're just kind of waiting for the rest of the world to catch on. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. But I've never, you don't think about it that way. Right. Yeah. So it's like the first step, again, to connecting and have an intimacy in relationships is to make sure you're not constantly looking for ways for people to reject you because you've already rejected yourself. Mm. That's tough. I mean, that's, that's like a hard thing to hear. Yeah. So, So until, until we get over ourselves and accept ourselves, does it mean we don't look in the mirror? No. It, it, it means we start to think about this whole idea of a social life through the lens of, I'm going to be my own best friend. Because everywhere I go, I take me with me. I mean, I can either be my own best friend or I can be an enemy. And why would I want to be surrounded by enemies from within? Mm-hmm. So super simple stuff, but super powerful stuff. So, you know, uh, the, the first thing that, that really becomes a stumbling block is the labels that we've stuck on ourselves. You know, it's looking in the mirror. We've kind of mentioned some of those things. But it, we can also have a negative relationship with ourselves because of the labels other people have stuck on us, right? It, it's it's probably inadvertently, but it's parents, it's family members, it's siblings, it's peers, it's the environments we're in where they're just labeling us, you know, mm-hmm. where they're telling us how annoying we are, uh, how slow we are, how dumb we are, whatever, all those little things. If they're not careful, they stick to us and they become labels, and we don't like ourselves because of the labels people have put on. And we basically embrace those and say, I guess this is who I am. So the first thing I would tell people to do is take a look at your labels and make sure you haven't bought into a bunch of labels that doesn't align with who you want to be. Now, we've all done wrong. We've all been a label that we probably deserved. Mm-hmm. But that moment doesn't define us, right? That's a moment in history. It's a snapshot. Gosh, but we always take back that label like it's so easy to go back there yeah it's like that was me in a bad moment that's not who I am mm-hmm. like we always try to tell our kids that moment don't let it define you but what do we tell ourselves what are we living yeah are we letting the moments define us or other people's labels of those moments define us and keep us in a box and we feel bad about who we are not because of them they're gone mm-hmm. because we've continue to wear that label. All right, we got to take a quick break. We're going to come back with more Five Star Life after this. Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the Five Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at fivestarlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch. Welcome back to The Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with Coach Mia, my co-host. Thanks, Seth. And we are having an engaging conversation uh, about a, a lesson, a series of lessons we're teaching kids across this country, and we're teaching them how to break through uh, in their social life. And we're telling them that their number one 
relationship in their social life. The most important one is the relationship that they have with themselves. And I just want to remind folks that are tuning in, you can listen to this show anywhere that podcasts are listened to. You can also watch this on YouTube at The Five Star Life. Encourage you to do so. Encourage you to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Encourage you to like it and share it. If this has been helpful, please take time to share it. It really helps us a lot. So this whole idea of being your own best friend. Uh, what do you think about that, Mia? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we've talked about it before, so I've learned to be my own best friend, but it's hard. Gosh, it's hard. But I think the most important thing is to be self-aware and realize how you talk to yourself. I mean, we're awful to ourselves. We are We are brutal, uh, brutally hard, yeah. um, not just brutally honest. It's one thing, it's it's self-awareness to be brutal honest, brutally honest with yourself. That's a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all want that. But it's it's when we become critics, right? We get really critical that it's so toxic. And that critical spirit is just labeling us and re-labeling us and living in that label and just letting that fester and sit on us until it really becomes a part of our personality. Mm-hmm. And that's on us. I mean, when you think about this, nobody can truly label us. We, we can take the label and attach it to us and let that fester and think about it and identify with, with it and say, this is who I am. It's our choice, though. Nobody can label us. So the, the first step to having a, a good relationship with yourself and being your best friend is saying, I'm going to rip off these negative labels that I've labeled myself with or that others have labeled me with. The second reason I think that we become toxic to ourselves is because of our own decision-making, our own actions, Right, we make decisions that that are not good. Um, so we have this beautiful thing that God has given us called a conscience, and that conscience it it just guides us between making the right decision and the wrong decision. It's an unbelievable thing that if people can learn, if we can learn, the more we tune into that inner voice, that conscience. Um, it is our way of making really good decisions in business, in relationships, in finances, in our health. It's amazing how many things we don't have to have some kind of a podcast or research played back for us or, or some kind of a class. So much of success in life is intuitive. It's the way we're wired, but we don't listen to that inner voice. And so when I disregard my conscience, that is when I get into trouble, that is when I get into trouble with people in business, in life. But it's it's even bigger than that. It's deeper than that. It's when I get into trouble with myself, right? I don't like who I am because all those things that we do that maybe nobody... I remember I tell a story uh, to some of our younger kids about being in Radio Shack around Christmas time and I break a toy and I look quickly look around to see if anybody saw me. Nobody saw me, so I feel relieved. But then I know I should tell somebody because I broke this toy. But I want to tell somebody because I don't want to get in trouble. Right. And so for hours, I'm just holding on to this, this weight, this guilt, because I am not right with myself. And I finally get so miserable that I'm like, I don't care. They can take me to jail. I mean, I'm 10 years old. I can take me to jail. I'm, go- I'm going to the big house. I'm whatever. <laughs> and I tell my parents, and they're like, it was just an accident, right? Like, yeah. It happens all the time. It was a demo toy. It's Mm -hmm. okay. It's okay, babe. A relief like crazy because even though nobody else knew, I was imprisoning myself. Right. That's one of the core things. Like if you want to improve your relationship with yourself, 
Listen to your conscience. The things you're doing, you won't feel better until you change your lifestyle, your habits, what you're watching, what you're doing, what you're eating. Like, it's nobody else. I know. It's us. You want to have a good relationship with yourself, listen to your conscience. And it's there. <laughs> it is there. It is there. And it's there. The conscience can mix with the critical spirit, and then you can just feel really shameful. You can feel guilt and do the right thing. That's not pure. You want your pure conscience that's driving you into a five-star life. That's driving you to feel better about yourself. That, that's a positive momentum, right? Mm -hmm. It's always comparing your best self to your decision-making, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of it. So, so this is interesting. The other thing I want to talk about is, you know, if you want to really create a great relationship with yourself, one of the things that helped me, Mia, was when I started to realize that, as a human being, I, neuroscience has shown that we think as many as 70,000 thoughts every day. It's a lot of thoughts. Mm -hmm. And what it's revealed is that our thoughts are not necessarily our own. So you think about a supercomputer. It holds all kinds of information. And when I'm on a phone or on a computer and an ad pops up, it's got information that's popping up. It's in there. But it doesn't mean I'm driving that information. So our thoughts, we can have all kinds of random thoughts just popping up. And what happens is we start to think that, oh, those are my thoughts. And everybody has some weird thoughts that pop in their minds. Like sometimes you just want to slap somebody. Yeah. Or you want to like, I don't know, you, you, we have these weird random crazy thoughts. Some are eccentric thoughts. Some are just dark thoughts. And if you're not careful, especially for kids, if you start to think your thoughts are you, you will get really jacked up. You, you will start to think, oh my gosh, I'm a bad person. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary. And when you start to realize the truth that you have like thousands, millions of thoughts from your past in your system, and it could be a movie you watched three years ago that just pops up. It could be a scene you, sh you, you, you watch on, 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 online. It could be a conversation. It just pops up. And, and what we have is we have this control that we can say, oh, that, that's just, that's a weird random thought. I'm letting that go. But when we latch onto it, we start to be afraid of who we are, right? Mm -hmm. We don't like that person we are. And that's a dangerous spot to be. And so I always tell people like, hey, listen, you are not your thoughts. If you embody them and take that and receive it, then you can be that thought and that thought can will manifest and it will grow in your life. It'll become yours, but it doesn't have to be. So being your own best friend is guarding this mind of yours and protecting yourself from what you allow in and then what you allow to linger and who you allow yourself to become. It's a great way to put it because when you think of your best friend, you guard your best friend. You love your best friend. You do anything for your best friend, you know, but when we turn it to ourselves, like you're guarding yourself. Yeah. So if you, you know, if you were with your, with your girlfriends, you just mm -hmm. went on a trip with your girlfriends. Yeah. And if there was a creeper, oh, you'd be like stranger danger, like, Hey, heads up on this. Mm -hmm. If we would just do that to ourselves with our own thoughts, we have some creepy thoughts, some weird thoughts. And what happens, a lot of people think I'm going to, I'm going to, Think about this for a little while. This might be mine. Or it's just crazy. It's so simple, but it's so powerful. And so th these are some simple keys that we're giving kids, some tools to help them not get wigged out with adolescence. Because so many kids are getting so wigged out. And Mia, 
society, the adults in our lives have lost their minds, they're in, almost encouraging them that, well, it's, if it feels right, just go with it. And it's like, that is so dangerous. Or if it feels like it's yours, it's okay. It's like, no, don't, don't follow your feelings. Don't follow every thought and every imagination. Think about who you want. Tune into your inner voice. That's the guide. That's how you get grounded. That's how you get healthy. Seth, how can we've got a, like a minute or so left? And uh, for people that are listening and they are, believe this, they want their kids to go through this, what are some ways that people can help us get into their kids' schools? So, you know, the thing I want to encourage people to do is, first of all, go to our website and check us out at fivestarlife.org. And, um, you know, there, there's samples of our curriculum. There's ways to get involved. But a simple introduction to Five Star Life, if you have a teacher friend, a principal friend, a superintendent, it's just literally making an introduction. Go to our website, fivestarlife.org clicking the contact us button and just reaching out to us and just saying, hey, I have a person I want to link up with. Uh, I'm going to send an email. Who should I put in the email? Just that, that simple. Or having a, we can have a conversation, a 10 minute conversation with you and then talk to you about some steps. But th- this is something that we are just on a mission to bring to schools, to detention centers, to probations, and, and also to the community. We're about to launch our Five Stuff app so every parent in the nation they can implement this with their kids. Mm-hmm. We're super excited. This has been a great show. Go to fivestarlife.org, get involved, tune in, bring this program to your school or to your family. Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to fivestarlife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Welcome to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth. And I am joined today with uh, a couple special guests. First of all, uh, our director of basketball operations for Five Star Basketball, Bray Beatles, is in the house. Recurring guest. Recurring guest. Thanks he for he me. is. Let's go. You know, <laughs> it, it, they call me the face of Five Star. Bray is the voice of Five Star. He's got this baritone, great radio voice uh, for radios. Just say something. Everybody can hear it. I'm just so happy to be here. Isn't that great? <laughs> Yeah, if you're listening with premium sound, it's just he's got a great radio voice. I'm jealous. I'm trying to be more like a beret, but I just can't. So um, you don't have the hair either. I don't. I don't have this. You know, I don't know what that is. The Pat Riley slick back yeah. look. I'm not sure what that is, but but it's 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 very fitting. You're wearing it well. Thank you. Um, I've never done it before. <laughs> So if you just tuned in, I want to encourage you to uh, go to our website, fivestarlife.org, where you can learn more about the mission of Five Star Life, which we're on a mission to change the face of education, of sports, and of culture. And if you've ever spent any time on our website or on this show, you know that it started 18 years ago, and it started with just data and research about this horrible epidemic, this dropout statistic, and ultimately 7,000 kids were dropping out of school every single school day. We started digging into why it is happening. And we found research that said at the root of a, of, a, of a kid's or a person's success or failure 
is an operating system that determines how they look at themselves in the mirror, determines their value system, their work ethic, their vision. Everything about them comes down to their mindset, that mm-hmm. operating system. And so we began to uh, develop our own curriculum and create programs for kids that isn't just slapping band-aids on this issue, but gets to the core of it. And, you know, I remember uh, starting Five Star Life. I'm one of the co-founders and Coach Mia, who's normally my co-host, who's not on this program today. uh, She's a co-founder and then her husband, Jim Schaefer. And then we have another, actually, one of the original members of the team, my brother, Justin Most, which I want to introduce, who is um, the uh, actually the owner operator of Rackley Restoration. And he has multiple businesses. But we, we welcome Justin Moss to the show. Welcome, brother. Hey, thanks, man. Um, so did I say that? He's also my brother. So, <laughs> twins. so that's yeah. So we are twins. <laughs> just go ahead. If you are watching this, just close your eyes and listen to us talk. And you'll be like, oh, they are brothers. <laughs> yeah, we are brothers. <laughs> Fun, funny story. So we talk about us being twins because um, we, we, we in our in our church that we grew up in, there was this this lady. Um, she, she was the sweetest lady. Yeah, uh, really thick glasses, and she came up to us one day in church. And I think I'm like a freshman in high school. Yeah, he's Justin's a senior. Yeah, uh, you know, he right now he's six two. I'm like barely 5'11". Then I was probably 5'8". He was probably 6'2". So it was probably a six-inch difference. <laughs> she walks up to us and says, uh, so which one are you? Are you Justin or Seth? I just can't tell you two apart. <laughs> uh, and if you're listening just you know, on radio, um, I-, I am the darker-skinned brother. He's the lighter-skinned <laughs> yeah. brother. So if you're, if you're just listening, it's not quite as funny. I didn't have the heart to tell her that I was the white one, you know, because of that. It was pretty obvious. <laughs> I just said, I'm the taller one. That's all I said. I'm just the taller one. The taller one. <laughs> so this is a great plug to, if you're watching, uh, I'm sorry, if you're listening to this on radio or if you're on our podcast, I really want to encourage you to check out, we just launched this program uh, on YouTube, our Five Star Life YouTube channel. So you can actually go through and look at archives, uh, ch- catch up on shows. And it's a great way because you all always can go back and it picks right up where you left off, uh, left off watching. So check it out, uh, Five Star Life on YouTube, and you can follow along. Be sure, be, uh, sure to subscribe to it and uh, like it and share it as well. Um, so, so Justin, uh, we, we have you on here because, you know, you were a part of Five Star Life in the, in the early on days, the mm-hmm. first seven years, yeah. um, a major part of this thing, making it happen. And then you left to go start business. Mm-hmm. And, and to venture out and, and you wanted to ultimately build business so you could impact the world too. Yeah. And be on the philanthropic end of this thing. hundred percent. And now you're doing it. And now you're one of the, like you're the lead sponsor for our five slide basketball program, mm. which is why we have Bray here. Um, and so, you know, I, I wanted to just have a conversation about uh, Rackley restoration and, you know, why it is that you guys are so philanthropic. There's a lot of restoration companies. There's a lot of businesses out there. Not everybody chooses to be philanthropic or generous with their proceeds. What's at the heart of it? Oh, there's so many, there's so many things. I mean, number one, uh, how you and I grew up, like we've been given a shot at life. Uh, neither one of us should be here. Neither one of us. And we have life. And then you, you meet people along the journey of life. And one of the guys I met was Stanley Tam. And he wrote a book called God Owns My Business. And I was so taken by his just stewardship of he wanted to build something so much bigger than himself. He actually gave his company to God on a piece of paper. 
And, and when I met him, I met him when he was 93, and he simply, I, I asked him a dumb question. You don't ask a 93-year-old the question. I'm like, do you have any goals? <laughs> he looked at me. He's like, huh, I had some. Like, dude, I'm 93. But he said, you know, I wanted to give $100 million to, to fund this mission that I'm passionate about. And he goes, to date, we've given over $130 million. And then he said, second thing I want to do is I want to do, I want to travel the world doing missionary work. And he goes, Justin, my wife and I travel the globe probably eight times. It was the most amazing experience of my life. And, and then he paused and he looked at me and goes, and the third one, I'm sure I did it. I just can't remember it. <laughs> it, just, it just hit me that at 93, the dude still had goals. He was still tracking them and he wasn't interested in the American 50 item bucket list. He just wanted to do a few things. And so I literally, when I left Five Star, I was literally on a mission to build a business so I could be like a mini Stanley Tam. Like I wanted to build business to fund to fund ministry that I'm passionate about. And so I've, I've got six words that kind of define why Rackley Restoration exists, why any of my other businesses exist. We want to bless people. Like if, if you're in our sphere, we want to be a blessing to you. We, we want to grow our companies. We want to be good stewards and, and grow it. We, we want to take our two talents and make it four talents and eight talents and 16. And then we want to fund ministry. And so uh, we just are freaking jacked about all the work that you guys are doing. And it's incredible. And uh, we don't want to be on the sidelines. We want to be throwing punches with you. So, you know, Justin, um, he, the only thing he lacks is a little bit of passion. If you've noticed <laughs> that about him. So, um, so, you know, it, it, but it's so, it's so fun to have a mission and a purpose in life. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it's, it's, everybody can, can do work and do things and be, there's activity going on. But when you have a vision and a purpose and something you're going for, um, it's amazing how it changes the way it, uh, about that you go go down the path. Um, Bray, you know, one of the things I'd like you to do is just let's talk a little bit about the impact that Rackley Restoration sponsorship of Five Life Basketball has had mm. uh, this year. Yeah, I mean, it's it's first, it's it's amazing what goes into this. You know, what we do on the basketball side and and. You know how little everyone else sees they only see the the sort of the end game we're on the court type stuff right like the opportunity that rackley's given us we first of all we have the best coaches in mm. no doubt so it, it helps us provide the opportunity to make sure that our coaches um are, are given the most opportunity to impact the kids and then you know look we want to like seth said we're changing culture through basketball right so um giving these kids an opportunity to compete at the highest level to to hone in on their basketball skills both just like on an individual training level and a team level mm-hmm. um and then the opportunities that come from that work that's put in from our coaches from the kids that's shown in july on the aau circuit and we mm-hmm. just got off of that and be, because of the support that we have from rackley um our kids last year alone received 60 college opportunities to play at the next level wow this year we're approaching 25 um, and we have we have guys and girls going on visits after great July's here that they had playing in front of college coaches. We're gonna we're gonna probably surpass last year's numbers in terms of opportunities given to our players um, to play at the next level. Wow! Um, 
That's cool. And it's just they don't have that opportunity if 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 the money's not there to help afford them the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's the impact you're having. I sent you some pictures and stuff and some graphics of some guys getting looks and and it's just like that's the impact that you that you're having every day. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know it's <clears throat> it's more than just what just happened last weekend. It's well we've been doing this since. January one, and we put these teams together, and we've been practicing since since March, and it's just like it's a culmination of of a ton of people's effort, energy, um, and then you know the opportunity that that you've helped us with is just you can't even it's hard to measure. Really. How many players? How many teams do you guys have? We have twenty four travel teams this summer. If you average out, there's either eight or nine on each. So we're two hundred and fifteen ish players wow. in, just in our travel basketball program. You know, that doesn't include who trains with us, that doesn't play on a team or, or youth development leagues. We, we we probably, I think our number is 350, 400 total kids that we'll see a year um, at the minimum mm. through our program. So it's, cool. it's, it's you know, it's a, it's an unbelievable opportunity and, and our guys are, and we talk about it, it's like, hey, you have, you've got to show gratitude to those, you know, who've helped you along the way. That's a big part of like what we preach and, having your banner in the gym with us and and it's just a a huge part of that too so cool they all love it they all appreciate it very much awesome all right we got to take a quick break and we'll come back with more five-star life after this five-star life offers year-round programs for kids at our 350 acre training facility that we call summit these programs focus on three core components first Each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids. Welcome back to The Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth. And I'm joined in studio with a couple special guests. We have director of Five Star Basketball Operations, Bray Beatles, and my brother and the owner of Rackley Restoration, Justin Moss. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Hey, so if you're listening to this, you're like, man, there's just this weird white noise in the background. That's actually rain. <laughs> it just decided to have like this massive thunderstorm. It hasn't rained in two weeks, um, but now it is. So uh, we are just going for it. Um, so please excuse a little background ground white noise. Don't fall asleep at the wheel. Um, <laughs> Justin, talk a little bit about Rackley Restoration and uh, why you started that particular business, how you mm-hmm. got into it, and mm-hmm. what you do. So uh, Rackley Restoration is just a fire and water restoration company. So mold, storm damage, um, floods, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's like ServPro. That's a, you've heard of the franchise, ServPro or Paul Davis or Service Master. Uh, nothing different, exact same thing. We just, uh, at the end of the day, we started the company because I, uh, I wanted to build a business so I could fund ministry. And uh, I have a guy named Christian Rackley. We actually named the company after Christian, even though it's it's my company. Um, I knew I wasn't. You would never. <laughs> you know this. You'd never want me to restore anything in your, at your house. <laughs> it is. It would not work. But Christian Rackley is an amazing guy, and uh, I want to. You know, five stars trying to lift up kids, teach them five core values, and, and help them live a five star life. And man, I want to do life with people I love. And I love Christian Rackley. He's an amazing guy. And so I'm like, man, if he gets out of a van and it, it has any other name than Rackley Restoration, like it's just not going to be as good. And so I, I remember when we created the name, I'm like, hey, what do you think of this? 
he looked at me and started laughing. He goes, no, we're not going to, you know, if you know his laugh, he's like, eh, we're not going to do that. I'm like, why not? I said, it has an awesome ring to it. So we decided to do life together and we've been doing this for four and a half years, taking steps. And you want to talk about trying to live out your core values of five-star life. I mean, it has been everything. John Maxwell says, everything great is uphill and we are facing it and it is a freaking blast and it's not easy, but we are building something amazing. And someday smooth, it's going to be a, a major player to help you guys in a, in a major way, but we're just taking steps. But you've already had early success and the company's growing. Yeah. Yes, it's growing. I mean, we started at, you know, zero re dollars in revenue, zero employees, and we got a handful of employees and we're, we're way past seven figures. Like we're, we're taking some good steps. Uh, painful, exciting, and we're getting better. Like one step at a time, we're just going to commit to get better. And like I said in the, in the last little session, we want to bless people. We want to grow this company and we want to fund ministry. And we are not letting go of that vision and that dream and why we exist. And what do we do? We, we restore properties. So if someone has a fire, a flood, any kind of damage, yeah. they're, they're getting a hold of Rackley Restoration? They, they can get a hold of Rackley Restoration, get a hold of Christian. Do not get a hold of me. I will not be helpful. <laughs> Where, how do they reach out to Rackley Restoration? How do they find you? They can go to RacklyRestoration.com. Okay. Yeah. And what's your, what's your um, footprint? It's basically the Michiana region. We've got six counties, so Elkhart, St. Joseph, and the, all the counties north and south, east and west of those. Yep, good. And and, and so Rackley Restoration. Um, I think I, it's I, fitting that it's pouring rain right now. It like is. Someone <laughs> might be having a flood in their basement, <laughs> and we can help you. Like right now, we can help you. <laughs> or if that tree blows over and it does damage yeah. your roof. Yeah, we can help you with thing. that too. <laughs> they got a solution for that. RacleyRestoration.com, uh, proud sponsor of Five Star Life Basketball and having huge impact. Um, you know, it, it was so fun. Um, one of the kids that, again, part of the sponsorship goes to scholarship kids that mm. can't afford it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, earlier this summer, I remember standing there talking to Bray, and um, a kid walks up and he's like, That's my first one. I'm like, First what? Yeah, he, he uh, <clears throat> we walked up, looked like he just left a candy store or something, you know, he's bright eyed. And he said, like I said, that's my, that was my first one. And, and we're like, what? He's, that was the first time I ever talked to a college coach in person, like one on one. Oh, that's cool. So college coach went up to him after a game, introduced himself, said, hey, I like your game, would love to continue to watch you play, exchange contact information type thing. Um, so it was, it was seeing, you know, every kid says, I'm going to play college basketball. Mm -hmm. But then they hit a point where they realize how hard it is. And then they hit a point where it's like, I don't know why I'm doing this anymore. And then they have that moment. Yeah. And it's like, this is why I work hard. Mm. This is why, you know, I'm putting all this into this. This is why I have great coaches around me, you know, that, and it was, it was an all, and we were, Seth and I were having a conversation when he walked up to us. So it was a great moment to share together for this guy. And, and look, I'm not trying to say he, he may may or may not have had that opportunity if it wasn't for being in our program. Yeah. You yeah. know, and like I'm not gonna say it's impossible, but we put him in the spot to to be seen and, and to be successful and we helped him build the habits that it's gonna take for him to be noticed, right? So it was a it was a cool moment, great moment. So that's awesome. So so uh, Justin, Rackley Restoration, five star life. 
Um, you got business. You've got a lot of purpose. What else is going on? You know, uh, what I do uh, in my normal day-to-day is I help other companies try to scale and grow. And so we're, we're it's so interesting when I think about, um, you know, I have this line, success, love, discipline. And I know there's no way you can get to play college basketball if you don't apply a ridiculous amount of discipline. There's no way that Rackley Restoration is going to be successful if we don't apply a ridiculous amount of discipline. And just watching, just watching you, like you, you've, uh, you, you and I are different. <laughs> so, so you are that steady, eddy, methodical grinder. And I have had to like beat myself into submission of being more of a methodical grinder. I got tons of energy, tons of passion. And there was a point in my life when I was just kind of spinning out. And for me, I think of what, what you guys are doing with these students is you are giving them, you say it, changing the mindset of students, but you're giving them a framework so they can have a more disciplined mind to move their whole life forward. And it's the exact same thing I'm doing with any of my businesses, any of the clients that I serve in Rackley Restoration is the idea of we're just going to be committed and, and apply ridiculous courage in the face of adversity. We're going to own the, the disciplines, be responsible with what we can do, and we're going to serve our hearts out with the people that are, you know, they got they out of a flood, and it's on a weekend, and we assemble our team, we get out there, we serve them well, and we take care of them, and hopefully it was a profitable job, so we have a little bit left over to give to Five Star. Like, that's that's why we're doing it. And it's, you know, we're just going to keep taking steps, just like these kids are trying to play college. <clears throat> they're shooting free throws on the weekend. They're learning how to play better defense. I mean, they're, they're grinding. Yep. And so it's, it's, it's like you show me someone that wants to win, and they're going to have to apply a ridiculous amount of discipline. And yep. the, what you guys are teaching these kids is helping them overcome all those hurdles to not give up. Yeah. What was the quote you said? Um, uh, not the success love discipline, but you, you made another quote, something about uphill. Oh, John Maxwell. He says, everything great is uphill. It's like uh, Monty Williams said, the Suns coach said, everything you want is on the other side of hard. Yeah. It's like the same, you know, so it's, that's, that's awesome. It's very relatable. So, you know, you start a business and then we go into a pandemic. Hmm. That's hard. Yeah. What's your biggest challenge or what, what are some of the things that, that, you know, opportunities you have in front of you right now with Rackley? I mean, it, right now we're such a small business. And so we're trying to get over this hurdle of early stage business where you've got, you know, seven to 10 team members and the industry itself, you know, you have people that have a big fire. And we want to take on those fires, but you also have to be able to cash flow some of that. And so it's, it's just any, any entrepreneur, any business owner knows what I'm talking about, but you've got to be able to kind of fund some of that operation and then wait for the pay. And so it's, it's trying to scale and really it, it's, it's not unlike any other company. You've got to find great people, A players that want to, that want to grind and want to, and, and want to own their seat. So you can't just have a good vision. You can't just have this passionate vision of, oh, we want to do this. We literally have to show up day in and day out and get the right people in those right seats. And then we all have to be disciplined to own, own the steps, own the pieces, whether it's financial, whether it's skilled trades, whether it's communication with clients. It doesn't matter. Like all, all of it just requires that you got to take steps. So if there's somebody listening right now and they're like, man, that sounds like a company I want to be a part of. How would they, and kind of what opportunities would there be at Rackley? 
we have uh, a couple different opportunities, but you know, we, we have technicians, we have project managers, and we have some office help. And so uh, as we grow, we're always going to be looking for A players that want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. Love it. All right. Uh, we are out of time. Uh, Bray, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Uh, Justin, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for your belief in this mission mm-hmm. and then backing it up with sponsorships and donations and yeah. um, taking the time to be a part of this. We love you guys. It's awesome. So fun to be a part of what you're doing. Can't thank you enough. All right. So remember, uh, hit the like button, subscribe, share this with a friend, a family member, a coworker. That's all for now. At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you are interested in being a part of our journey, please visit fivestarlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.